Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're sports-minded, it's partly depending on what else are you concentrating on. You know, we've become a society all across the country. What's the latest uh, TV entertainment, whether it's political election, watching conventions, whether it's baseball season, whether it's the Super Bowl, that sort of thing. So the Olympics fills a nice void uh, during the summer when uh, football hasn't started yet. Baseball is sort of its humdrum season, not quite the playoffs. So that's where the Olympics are. But the real question I think we're asking is, does it make sense for a country like Brazil to host the Olympics? There's a lot of activity in Brazil, but will the Olympics as a capital cost to a country that's a smaller uh, having perhaps trouble in its own finances, its own fiscal policies, do you think the Olympics will, will bankrupt this, the country, Brazil, <laughs> by the cost of putting it on? And, and, and that's, that's the question that, that just, as a finance person, you know, I think about that. Uh, do you think your, your, your listeners have any interest or concern what happens? Well, and, and see, this, this, this is the thing. A, a lot of times it, it comes down to... Uh, like you were saying, it comes down to money. And I know that the, uh, the country of Brazil in the past, and I'm, I'm sure that probably in this situation too with the Olympics, there, there has been rumor upon rumor that they are a corrupt, corrupt group of folks. And I know with the, uh, with the uh, what was it, the World Cup a few years ago, it came out later that they had paid FIFA, the sanctioning body of uh, soccer, uh, just an amazing amount of money to host the World Cup there. And I know that when a couple weeks before the Olympics started, there was all these rumors that there was buildings that hadn't been finished. There was uh, all sorts of things going on. Um, I believe that one of the kayakers or, or, or somebody um, uh, crashed his boat the other day because he hit a couch. And it was just like all these all these things. So it's like, where did that? What did they do with all this money that they were supposed to use to fix things up so they could have the Olympics? Oops. <laughs> right. Exactly. So uh, it's just a concern whether, as going forward, the stronger economic countries, the U.S., uh, the uh, Great Britain, Canada some of the stronger European countries, maybe a China or Russia, of course, they're big, strong countries. It has to be confined when it becomes multi-billions of dollars to host these events. Uh, I'm sure Greece is still hurting for the Olympics they hosted with a 2000, and their economy is still suffering 15, 16 years later. Yes. So, uh, but, but, but moving on from there, that's our take financially on uh, as we watch the Olympics. Uh, we mentioned last week, uh, as we talked about the presidential election coming up, I want to keep this non-political. <laughs> so no matter who gets elected president, what is our economy? What is the United States of America, perhaps the Congress, getting involved? What are we doing to create uh, more jobs for middle America, for Main Street? You know, I talk a lot about Wall Street. How about Main Street? 
and, and what are their jobs? Can I throw a couple ideas your way? Go ahead. Jump in there, my friend. Jump in there. Well, the easy one is move certain jobs back to domestic United States. Move, move certain jobs, and that's on the private sector. This has nothing to do with the government. This is the private sector, and then they will say, well, it's more expensive, uh, more expensive uh, domestically. Uh, but 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 along with that, then how about some retro training? And we all talk about education, better technology education and training at the uh, at, at the worker level. I'm not talking about the scientists, the physicists. I'm talking about the people that go into the factories, that go into uh, the assembly lines, uh, go into companies. More retro training for people maybe lost their jobs in a coal mine, and now they're going and assembling. Uh, some high technology computer chips, whatever it is. So we need that training. And then I've got one last one for you, Diggy. We talk about minimum wage, and that's a political football. And again, I don't want to get in the middle. Uh, there's two sides to every story. But how about a new idea that I just came up with? What if small employer, large employer, doesn't matter, who creates new jobs, not the existing jobs, who creates new jobs, and pays above a certain level, whatever that might be. Want to call it a minimum wage, but that's not talking legislation. Pays above a certain level so the employee can feed his or her family. And if you pay above that certain level in a new job, you get a U.S. IRS tax credit for that in your company. So it's win-win for everybody. And there's no legislation. There's just inducement to pay Americans more. What do you think of that? That is amazing. Give us a little bit more details on this. Details? Well, I'm not a legislator. I, <laughs> I, I, I uh, and this will make you laugh, too. I am a recovering attorney. That is well, but there I, is I that. think like a, uh, a capitalist. I think like a free enterprise American. And I, I like inducing good behavior. I'm not always in favor. Uh, I am conservative in this regard. I, I don't like legislating I like inducing behavior. Hey, that makes sense. Uh, it's win-win. I get a credit. We increase the economy. And, and, and I would think you would have to get people from both sides of the aisle to agree. How about a tax credit for new jobs that pay above a certain minimum level so families who have those jobs can feed their family and educate their children? How's that? Hey, that works. We've got Harvey with us today. Our customized Wall Street segment is off and running here in our broadcast. And um, Harvey, that there there is a lot going on as as it pertains to the uh, to to the economy and the Olympics and all these things. How did you come up with some of those uh, a couple of those bullet points that you just thrown at us a few moments ago? Uh, and are you talking about more the uh, the minimum job? You know, yes, minimum yes, yes. Yeah. But both of those. As I've gotten older, I'm not a youngster anymore. I, I too, am on Medicare. I, I, uh, I'm of that age group, uh, but I like to think young and creative, and I believe in capitalism so strongly that I think uh, there's still no country like America, and we know that across the board, east, west, it doesn't matter, where, uh, Midwest, where, wherever you are in this country, there's when you travel like I did this summer, you just love it when you get to come home, and I just think of ways that if we could cross the aisle, no matter who's elected president of the new administration, you cross the aisle and get everybody to agree where it's win-win. And, and, and we're not uh, just lining people's pockets, lobbyists, things like that. Uh, they, they do serve a purpose. But we want to think of Main Street, the middle class, and their, 
those candidates who talk about upgrading the middle class, I say they're going in the right direction, at least as far as I'm concerned. And that's where I come up with these ideas. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, you're, you're, you're thinking... You're out there, my friend. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the book, uh, Customize Wall Street. Tell me a little bit about it, and uh, and for the folks that missed you last week, how they can pick it up and things like that. Well, it is available uh, primarily, uh, most people buy books online, so it's definitely at Amazon. I've got some good reviews on Amazon. It's still sort of a newer book. It's not real popular yet, but your, your, your readers are going to help me make it more popular. Uh, it is available in the Kindle format. Uh, you can go to barnesandnoble.com, that sort of thing. It's available. But I'm going to make just a couple quickie bullet points. On, yes. Uh, one, one thing I talk about is uh, the stress and worry of investing in the stock market. Wall Street is the stock market. The stock market is Wall Street. And to customize the stock market, the Wall Street, to your needs, you want to avoid or get rid of or leave behind you that stress and worry that the sky is falling when you hear about the stock market. So a couple of quickie thoughts are, please understand the stock market is like the weather. We get terrible weather during certain seasons, but then the seasons change and then we get good weather. Uh, everybody gets, uh, even the worst parts of our country get at least three days of great weather every year, and it, it happens every year, and I'm kind of making a joke of that. But but, but if the weather changes, the stock market goes up and down and up and down and live with that. Don't live that because somebody reports in the media that, oh, my gosh, it went down five days in a row. My gosh, just, just set that aside. Number two, think about what you can control and not control if you are making any investment, real estate, stock market, annuities, uh, you buy artwork, whatever it takes. Think about what you can control think of what you can't control and you cannot control the prices of the stock market so focus on more what you can control you can control what's in your pocketbook how much you can invest you can control what you choose to invest in you have the right to change investments you are not stuck with your broker if you're not getting along with that broker or you can help <laughs> go to that broker and say hey you're very smart I'd like you to tell me what to do right you know it's a two-way street and then finally Here's the newest one, because nobody's really heard this before, is when you invest in anything, spread it out a little bit. Do not, if you inherited $100,000, don't put it all in one pot or at one time. Spread it out. If all you have is $1,000, okay, spread it out. If you have a million dollars, spread it out. It doesn't matter. And you will, what they call dollar cost average, you will turn a roller coaster into an escalator. And that's my message. It's amazing. Well, sir, we, 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 we've got to get going down the line, but I look forward to talking with you next week. Have yourself a uh, wonderful weekend, Harvey. Hey, Jiggy, you too, and it's a pleasure to be a part of your show. I'm really honored that you Really do. Definitely, you. definitely. Well, I, 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 I love your uh, advice and your candor every week. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week, my friend. Thank you. We'll, we'll talk to you. Appreciate we'll it. Talk. Harvey Neiman with us today. We're going to take a time out to come back with more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.